You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I am your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to frolic into other nerdy subjects that we all love to frolic about. Right, Pete? Nobody Batman frolics. We're grown men. <laughs> we don't frolic. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Thank you for listening now to episode number 135, Batman in December, the final episode of this podcast in the year 2022. Um, that means that Pete and I here, my guest, um, you know him. He's Gotham's own Santa Claus, uh, Peter Arvera from Straight Out of Gotham podcast. Hello, Pete. You frolicker. Hello. Nobody frolics, right? They nobody jog, frolics. maybe. You say they, they nobody frolics. Run. Nobody we frolics frolic. while listening to your podcast. Nobody's there's frolicking. A, there's a gif of Kermit that's always used with his arms flailing. Oh, that's frolic. That, He's a that's, frolicker. That's not frolicking. That's like panicking. That's like a panicking Kermit gif. That's a froggy frolic. But Pete, uh, thanks for coming. I feel like coming. Candyland is where you would frolic. Well, yeah, because we're all jacked up on sugar. Yeah, that's where you would like to be. That's what I'm talking about. Frolicking. But nobody's that's frolicking. Me. You're the only one who's frolicking. That's me when I get an, a new two liter of Mountain Dew. I'm frolicking like I'm in Candyland. <laughs> one soda, two liters. Do the math. <laughs> uh, this is so, Pete. We're we're going to be uh, creeping up on doing this now. The wrap ups for uh, nearing two years. That's pretty. I think we should be proud of that. It's a lot of work. We put in the work. Oh well, you know. I don't really appreciate people who do. Um, right. Yeah. Wow. Two years of this monthly order of punishment. <laughs> Every Batman. Punishment. What, started as, what started as joy turned into punishment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which sometimes could be a chore to try to fit in all these titles, you know? When we I were really, when we were like, knocking really, on 30 books, that was starting to get a little like, okay, I, I really do get have the whole... stuff I have to get outside of life. <laughs> I never understood the whole DC publishes too much Batman until I put on the task of reading every Batman book they published. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, okay, I was like, oh, well, maybe I, there's a point there. Maybe there's a point you there. guys are doing a, a little bit, a little bit, but it's okay. It's still fun. You can cut out things. incorporated anytime you want. No one will listen. Yeah. What's that? So maybe Clow. Because <laughs> it's, uh, it's the one Batman title we never talk about. We never talk about. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but I mean, the wrap ups at least give us a, a reason to where you're basically the co-host. If there's a co-host of the show, it's Peter Arvera. And we, uh, we the associate producer and we stress out that last week of the month to be like, how can we both have a schedule that uh, works for an hour where we can talk this? <laughs> it doesn't work. It we doesn't work. make it work. We made it work. We made the universe stop. But. Yeah, final one, final episode of this year. Don't let me forget, Pete, by the end. Uh, and you can think about it now. Don't say it now. But by the end of the episode, I want to know what your favorite uh, Batman book was of 2022. 
Um, like, are we talking giving, singular issue or overarching story for a title? This is like the question I actually put out on the Twitter account too. It can count as like a book, like a, a, an actual Batman book, because Matthew Manning's Batman: The Ultimate Guide came out this year. Um, mm-hmm. You can talk about uh, an arc, an issue, um, a run, um, a mini series. So, I mean, you know. Just as examples, Batman Killing Time was a miniseries, six issue. The Imposter was three issues. Uh, there's we can really you know, break down this into subcategories. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just whatever pops pops up in your head. So keep that on your brain as we work our way through the month of December of the Batman books in December. Kicking off as we usually do every single month, Pete. Batman issue 130, written by Chip Zdarsky, with art by Jorge Jimenez. This wraps up the failsafe arc. Um, yeah, I already know your, I already yes. know you, <laughs> I already know your feelings on this, but I want to get mine out first. I the more I say, so I'm going to trash it first. <laughs> the more, the more I sit and think about like the issue and the story, I can feel the ridiculousness of it, and it does not have stuff that I appreciate Batman sensibilities and Batman falling from space. But I will say what I've been saying at least the past couple issues. And as far as the Batman title itself goes, is that I'm at least entertained there. It's kind of ridiculous and it's not exactly my favorite, but I am at least curious to keep reading and see where, where it goes. And that's kind of how I felt with this issue. And I think the seven page breakdown of Batman falling from space down to earth at least, in, you know, the way that it was broken down of like a panel by panel, at least had me intrigued. Um, if I sit and think about it way too much, then I'll definitely be like, yeah, I don't I don't think I like this. But as it's still like whatever uh, the there's a you know fight, he reunites with Robin and Batman and Robin, which kind of brings a full circle from the first issue of this arc, which I love that issue 125 of Batman and Robin together. And then they fighting fail safe from the get go. I've told you that's not my my thing either fighting a robot is not and the way that the book ends we'll see how it follows up next month because the direction i feel like it made it it's kind of confusing and the direction i feel like it's going isn't exciting to me at all but so batman 130 middle of the road i was entertained um don't feel the need to revisit i don't like this arc or this issue Go ahead, Pete. Um, there are moments that entertain me, but I think mm-hmm. there are way too many just absurd, ridiculous moments around those moments that I dislike to a great extent. And that is what holds the book back. There's more negative sure. than good, in my opinion. But I do think that Zdarsky writes Batman and Robin flawlessly. Yeah, That is the highlight of the book. I think any Bat fan would admit that that is the highlight of the book, seeing Batman and Robin, you know, they've never fought Batman and Robin. You know, the, that dialogue yeah. is really great. But the story just falls flat, like this version of, uh, in my opinion, it's a version of a mozo, a mezo, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, that Batman created. And, like, you know, and there were other yeah. parts that entertained me. Uh, like the Justice League battle, the je- battle with the Robins, all that stuff. That what stuff was fun, entertaining. It's just, yeah, what they're fighting is just like, oh god! Like I would much rather watch the the Robins fight Deathstroke or the Justice League fight Uxus, a person. 
Well, not yeah. even necessarily a person, but I mean, anything, not, a, a living, God. a living thing. It's hard for me to say that a robot is a living thing. It's I just, a machine. I, hate, eh. I hate stories where it's like, oh my God, the hero created this, and the, you could throw like Age of Ultron in there too. You know, like, oh, the hero created this. This is his fault. Blah blah blah. You know, like those stories are just like, oh God, I don't like them. I mean, I like it for Age of Ultron because I hate Iron Man. So like, anytime he does something wrong. It's it's a thing to be celebrated because he's a just a narcissist bum, but like you know when Batman's doing it, it it's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah, uh, we'll we'll see where the Batman title goes. I'm excited for the next chapter. Let's get on to it. I'll start buying Batman again until Zdarsky. Like not until if Zdarsky puts me off, I'll I'll put it on hiatus like I have like recently. I'm like ah oh, god. Yeah. Like, Five dollars a book, four dollars a book. Like you know, unless you're writing something, I'm enjoying. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, another book that came out that first um, December sixth, that first Tuesday, uh, Batman and the Joker: The Deadly Duo. Pete, how are you feeling with the second chapter of this book from Mark Silvestri? This book is unlike anything we've ever seen before, in my opinion. Like. Having you guys can't see it. Joke. Pete's frolicking right now about this. Uh, no one's frolicking. I'm enjoying a nice espresso. Um, <laughs> and there's no frolicking involved. I don't know what he's doing. I think he will. Um, seeing Batman and the Joker work together in this way is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Almost like, you know, the end of the rope type deal. Um, but also, like, you know, we're getting closer to finding out the real deal with these, like, I don't know, joke these i don't know these joker dog i don't know what to call them these like um what are they the joker clone like we we're, we're just getting that much closer uh to 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 that part as well and like it's just i i'm so hooked on this story they were just joker zombies to me is what i just thought of in my head like oh joker zombies oh, like oh. are they like nomax from like blade 2 <laughs> <laughs> there you go um, the only thing i honestly don't like is the design of the batmobile that's the only thing i don't like in the story at all and that's so you know, and you throw in the Harley Quinn wrench in there. That's interesting. Um, Batman and Bullock get some good. Like it's 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 a very well written book. It's also a very interestingly drawn book. The Batmobile maybe a bit too much, but this is like this is Chef's kiss. Yeah, I, I'm loving it. Uh, love the last issue. Love this issue. The opening also with the you know Gordon. Um, mm-hmm. I mean this is. You can almost say elements of this is just it's dark, and I do like I don't know a dark Batman story, and it's it's Sylvester's art is like Jim Lee on steroids. I think it's almost even more penciled than Jim Lee. Uh, I do. I feel like it's more. I do really fine. like it. I feel like he uses a finer pencil. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, pretty messed up when you're you know the opening pages of the guy who has the doctor's family. Tied up, and he's like, "Okay, now." So, so I just feel like that guy who has the the doctor's family tied up has something on him, and he's forced to make the doctor very saw do something to yes, exactly to Commissioner Gordon, which it's implied we don't fully know. I bet you he cuts off his pinky toe. Oh goodness! Um, But then (laughs) it's start there. But then you know, there's another a, a great fight scene and then yeah like you said it thrown in harley quinn we get we check in on harley quinn and where she's at and oh then you know in the Batcave cave with alfred and and dick and stuff and 
I don't I do like the Batmobile. Uh it's not my my favorite. Uh, I do like it, but I don't know. I don't I don't have a you know, I don't have a flaw. I don't have anything to, to pick apart or really negative to say. And I know it's just only two issues out of seven, but it's everything's working for me here. I, I really dig this. I think it's great. Um black label series, mini series are just we can talk about this at the end too, that mini series I think are just far and away doing a, a more consistent job Easily. than the legacy titles, which is really surprising and kind of a bummer. Uh, I'd love it for all of these Batman books that we read for all of them to be awesome. Um, I know that's asking a lot, but that's like 70 books a month. Right? Yeah, I know. Um, then also moving right along Batman night watch. Number four continues this fun series. Uh, there's I, a, if the Grev boys don't get this, you know, I next know. year in their stocking, then uh, Garrett's family is a that counts Ryan powers too into that mix of a Grev boy. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. He's one of the grub boys, but the oldest. I mean, it's really fun, really fun of having you know Killer Moth with Batgirl because we know that there's there's history there. Uh, that's the first half of the story, and then to find out what's what's going on because of you know Night Watch, and then the, the second story brings in Scarecrow, which you always yeah. get me with Scarecrow. I mean, it's just fun. I think there's one issue left of this, and then I'll be picking up the trade. They're going to release it in a trade. They have to. Um, this will be one that I that I pick up because I just think it's a lot of fun. It's a. I do. I don't. I know. I just said that I like my. Did I convince you to pick this Batman. up? Because I was yes, like, you did. oh, this kid Batman book. Yeah, okay. I was like, yep. wow, I would like this. I haven't read the first issue. I haven't read issue number one, so that'll be something to look forward to when the collection comes out. But it is a nice mix up of flavor as much as i like batman you know dark stories this is very like you and i have, think i've said before almost a little animated series ish or this is know, like batman starting or... point batman you know yeah like you and there's Mr. nothing wrong with that there's nothing that's two too stories like, in one this is childish this is kind of dark. no and it involves no, it's just every fun. member of the bat family from batman mm-hmm. to huntress like everyone's included so you get a really good taste of what's out there in gotham and there's a great uh, array of villains. There's a lot of Killer Croc in here. We've seen everyone yeah. from. Have we? Has the only villain we haven't really seen are like Roz and the Joker. Like honestly, see, I don't know because I didn't see the first or read the first issue. So, so I don't know who's in that first issue. We get a really good array of villains. Um, the stories aren't that crazy. They're more, let's say, you know, punch them up action stories and kind of like you know. But th- there's like some little detective elements. It's not yeah. boring enough to like you know. Or let's say not detailed enough to bore a young reader, but it's in there. Like, there's a lot of good Batman stuff in here. Yeah, that's a good point. You can't, like, from the second page be like, oh, I don't know where this is going. No, it keeps you invested throughout its, you know, each mini story. So, I don't I don't know. Maybe this becomes, maybe Nightwatch becomes like a Legends of the Dark Knight. And it will pop out I... another miniseries again. Or I feel like I, they can. They could. Um, you don't think so? I've, you don't want to? I think it. Legends of a Dark Knight is on a different level. Just of storytelling. Oh, I just, I mean, I mean, not to substitute, but as far as like, oh, another Nightwatch miniseries is coming. And then another Nightwatch okay, miniseries. Yeah. And like groups of Every five so or often. something. Not okay. a continuation of what that original Legends of the Dark Knight title was. Or anything like that. Which I'm waiting for the next... Because I could see, like, if I had kids, 
I would pick this up in my shop for my kid. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But yep. also, like, I wouldn't want this to be ongoing. I like your mini series idea because then it's like, oh, man, I got to buy I buy so many books for myself. Yeah. But then I got to buy books for my kid. You know, like the mini series idea. <laughs> there's almost anxiety if there's an if there's an ongoing series announced anywhere anymore. And I'm not just saying with Batman. It's like with anything. It's like the first thing, hey, this, like they announced, you know, a Batman Brave and the Bold book is coming. And, and so everywhere I'm looking at, I'm like, is this like, is this capped or is this ongoing? Because if it's capped, great. If it's ongoing, (laughs) we don't know how long that's gone. Yeah, you know. And sometimes they don't tell you when these things are going to end. Like I think Robin, I think they're waiting to see. Yeah, they're waiting. Like we'll see how it does, and that'll determine its length. So, for main Batman books, that first Tuesday, there you go. That wraps it up. The next Tuesday, December thirteenth. Let's start with one that I convinced you to read: the Batman and Scooby Doo Mysteries, number three. It was cute. It was nice. I get it. I'm so I you you know me, right? Like I'm just I don't need to see the court. You don't of need this stuff. No, it's not even that. It's just Court of Owls. I'm like okay, Court of yeah. Owls. They're back. They're in like four stories this month, by the way, too. So like <laughs> really fed up with the Court of Owls. So I, this, and they're another. Let's one. talk I actually about enjoyed them it. for a second. Because I less is more. Yeah. And I get that the Court of Owls have become uh, a staple because they it really out, have. They really it came have. out the gate and it just clicked. I don't need so much stuff to in. Oh, you know, it did involve the Court of Owls sort of deal. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't need it all. The, I don't need it all the time. Like, but that okay, being said, Grandma, we get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, the, like, the, 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 like, oh, back when we ran Gotham, no one had to carry ice upstairs. Like, okay, yeah. thanks. <laughs> but I'm with you. I thought I thought this one was actually like a lot of fun, and that opening page was like it was a freaking like this almost like the Scooby Doo mansion. Yeah, in the opening credits of that show, it was cute. I enjoyed it. The purple coloring on stuff, it's very Scooby Doo, and then yeah, it's just it is a lot of fun. Um. Typical shenanigans from Scooby and Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Fun little mystery. I don't know. It's a continuation of the series that you know that I talk about. I think every single month, and I'm I'm never really disappointed. I think the first issue of this second run of this series, I said was okay, okay. Uh, but that's like of the now. So there were twelve issues, and then three for. So there's been fifteen issues of Batman Scooby Doo Mysteries. One was, it's okay. And I think everything else at least was good. So it passes I'm, the Lauer standard. It did. I have a oh the Lauer standard. <laughs> it's a low standard, I hear. It's a low standard, yes, I've heard. So uh, the fun thing about this is that I don't know because each issue is just contained and standalone. So I have no idea what's coming next until next month comes around. So it's a fun, you know looking yeah. forward to seeing just the cover because you know a few episodes ago when i talked to the one of the writers for this series ivan cohen you know and he kind of said that too of basically you're going to get the villain on the cover to help tease you know to sell and buy that book and stuff so it is fun when i go looking th- when i do look through it what's available for us to read and i see like this one was like court of owls i'm like oh okay I don't think they've done a court of owls with scooby-doo yet let's see what they do oh and batuzzi's on the cover okay so that's, I mean, that's a fun, ridiculous Bad thing to end on. <laughs> yeah, let's all let's all dance. I so. thought it was cute how they in, in incorporated that. I mean, I feel like yeah. you know that's definitely 
that's definitely that Batman, right? Like mm-hmm. it's definitely it fits this vibe. Way. The 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 light night, as we like to call it. A light night with a yellow oval. Yeah. You can't be mad. And they, they do fit a good design too of so when Bruce Wayne shows up in this and how he looks, and then even that Batman, they do a really good job making it seem like, you know, late sixties, early seventies Batman. Like in animation. Yeah. You know, they make that that look really good. And I do appreciate that, that it's not trying to fit the, you know, like the rebirth Batman into this or anything. It's like, no, no, no. Batman at the time, he kind of looked like this. So let's make sure we adapt that in the comics. So I appreciate it. Uh, a book that I don't read, but you do, Peter. I am Batman number 16. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. This one is uh, really deep. It, it, a lot, Lots going on within the Fox family. Uh, uh, some deep secrets are being revealed that no one knew until the end of the issue. Uh, Batman is facing a little adversity with the police as he's been since he's come to New York, even though he works for them. Um, and I actually believe this series is ending within an issue or two. So, okay. I was um, just going to ask you, I thought that we came across that the I am Batman was ending soon. Was it 17? I think, cause this is 16. So I think maybe it ends next issue and I'm interested to see what they do. Um, post dark crisis and everything. And I know Jason was have a bigger part with uh five G that never panned out back in the day. Um, we'll see what they do with this character, this version of Batman and, uh, you know, I have no clue, but um, you know, I enjoyed the stuff in New York. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the whole series, but uh, I think it was like from issue like ten or, or nine or ten on. I dug it. Nice. Okay. Uh, it looks like there's going to be a. I am Batman eighteen. Well, so when's it ending then? I thought it was ending soon. Maybe eighteen's the end. Maybe eighteen. I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, I'm seeing a, a preview of 17, a preview of 18, and then I'm not seeing anything for a 19. You should so. Google, like, I, Bat- I am Batman 19. That's what we should do. I am. I did. Oh. I did the game. Oh, my God. He's doing it. Come on, Peter. And what do you got? What's the info over there? Don't That's as far as, as we got. So we we'll update next month. 18 might be the, the grand finale. So right. once you know everything gets released in trades, then I might check it out because you you have been, it's been pre- pretty. You've good. had a pretty consistent pretty track good. record with this, so it's it's good. And so check it out on my favorite app of all time, Hoopla. I'm gonna go. There. You know who else really likes that app is uh, Paul Herman. P Thug. Yeah, P-thug. yeah, because it is an amazing app. If anybody anybody listening, if you can, if your library is involved in Hoopla and you can do that, I highly, highly, highly recommend it amazing peter anyway wrapping up december 13th is a very highly anticipated story uh for the comic book world you uh reuniting todd mcfarlane and greg capullo for batman and spawn did you read this one peter i did you did okay my quick thoughts i don't know much about spawn i know visually he looks awesome I haven't read comics with Spawn except for the from the 90s, the two Batman and Spawn crossover books. Uh, I know that every artist did a variant cover for this book. Uh, There's some really awesome looking covers. Uh, well, the main cover, I thought, of course, was great. And then, yeah, a lot of the variants, I mean, a lot of variants that were also really cool. And the story itself, I felt like was just a like another like blockbuster kind of story of it just it looked pretty. 
I don't, the story didn't really stick with me. Uh, I couldn't even tell you exactly what the story was other than they came, you know, face to face and they fought and the images were great. (laughs) But overall, it's like, I don't know, fun, I guess, which is funny because it's very dark and kind of violent and stuff. And again, the Court of Owls shows up. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. And that's not none of that's supposed to meant to be, you know, like a, a negative or anything like that. It's just kind of like, oh, that's a that's a good looking book. Uh, I read it and then kind of moved on. Um, your experience with Spawn is very similar to mine. Like, I haven't read any Spawn outside of the two crossovers uh, w- with uh, McFarland. Uh, and that's really my only exposure. That in the movie, I don't, and I don't even remember that. I just remember John Leguizamo was the fat clown. We all remember John Leguizamo from that movie, right? <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember. Um, but and a killer soundtrack. <laughs> and I don't even remember soundtrack. that. Okay, I'll have to check that out. But yeah, like I don't know anything about Spawn. I don't care about Spawn. So like this really doesn't interest me. I would be more interested if McFarlane was drawing the book instead of Capullo. Mm, um, okay. I just prefer McFarlane's art to Capullo's. But uh, I didn't buy this. I read it digitally. Uh, it's a cool idea. It's just not my thing. The action was great. It seemed to have uh, some good detective work for Batman to figure out or whatnot. Um, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll actually keep up with this, but, uh, you know, I'm happy for those who are enjoying it. I feel like uh, Eric Carter is this is like I hope this is under the tree for him on Christmas morning because I feel like he would love this. <laughs> he I think he enjoyed this. I don't remember. He's the biggest Capullo fan I know. So, like, I would just I just assume he's loving it. I don't this is I don't think this is like an ongoing series or anything. I know that they teased something at the end, but I don't think anything was announced that this was an ongoing series. So I don't know if another part's coming. I know they left it to. Oh, really? I don't know what that means. Oh, interesting. So uh, maybe I missed maybe I missed something. I and we know that that's definitely uh, probable that I've missed something. Uh, I'd say so. I and here's the thing I'm I'm like you I didn't buy it digitally uh I did see I was kind of going back and forth there's a Jason Fabic cover that is it looked really good fantastic Francesca Matino was his cover like uh, fantastic and then Sean Murphy's cover is fantastic I thought the main covers from Coppola and Mark Farlam were fantastic I think it was just an overwhelming I can't choose one and I'd already read the book beforehand I'm like Maybe I don't need to pick it up yet. So, and then it's, uh, so they just released the hardcover. So Eric Carter did tell me about this part. So I know that they just released a hardcover, like reprinting of the two from the nineties. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I looked up in, in, in April, he told me that in April, they're releasing a deluxe edition that has the two from the nineties and this one in it. So cool. I mean, cool for anybody that maybe passed on it, but then also it's kind of like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. If people did buy, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, buy the new re- released hardcover and this this one, and then there's a collecting all of them version coming out in a couple months. <laughs> uh I mean, let's be honest. This was the long Halloween. Ryan Lauer bought two copies of each. Well, that's true. So I mean, I did when they did the long Halloween special. Exactly. You know, so exactly. Uh, R.I.P. They know how to get you guys. They know how to get you. You gotta yep. show your willpower, flex your might. <laughs> be like Hasbulla, don't be a sheep, be a goat. So the next next Tuesday, 
December 20th. <laughs> got a couple That's here cool. that came out. Let's talk first, Pete. Um, Batman, Superman, World's Finest, number 10. Cover of the month, I'd say, for regular covers. This cover is exceptional. Okay, regular cover is great. Variant but cover. Sleeper May who variant. <laughs> <laughs> variant cover. It's a Christmas cover with Superman singing with Paul McCartney. Uh, oh, really? That was that fun. You, that's cool. Yeah. And then another variant cover was like the Superman 78, Batman 89 Worlds Collide cover. Oh, wow. I which didn't I thought was out there. That's which cool. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. I'll have to uh, check that one now. So those are those are fun. Uh, the issue itself, it just kind of had, I think it started to go towards, I don't know, it was all right for me. Really? Yeah. Just, I don't know. I'm fascinated by the story. Gotcha. Okay. Everything about David and like the Joker, the key, all that stuff. Like, these are like, I was like, I really like the key. He's like one of my favorite, like out there villains. So I'm 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 really into this. And that and you get the, the 89 oval. And then it's like it ends with like, oh, is that Magog? And I'm like, oh wow, that's interesting. I never Yeah, I didn't know what that was supposed to mean. Oh my god. You knew who the character was, right? He looks familiar. You see, I love it when you sit here and act as if like I'm I'm some <laughs> dummy. And I don't read comics. I don't know. Whoa. It's like you know my sensibility. I don't read a ton uh, of the science can you, can you, space uh, other stuff. I stick in Gotham because I love Gotham. Disappointment in my voice. Gotham is hour. grounded and it's great. And I love Batman. This is a freaking uh, Batman podcast, Pete. And I'm sorry that I don't know about a character named McGog and how he was on the planet of for Docker and it fought the Mexicans and Took over the world technology science. I'm sorry, I don't Ryan, Ryan Lauer still got some work to do. Um, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> I don't. I look at this at the end of it. I'm like, I don't. I have an interest to explore and see what this character's about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, when Magog was making his appearances, I didn't even really like him. So, but I want to see where it ties in. I'm interested. You know, I hear it's all connected. Dan Mora might be the most beautiful artist in the world right now like oh my god i mean i I mean i'm reviewing ivan reese on detective so that's great as well but uh mr moore is probably my like like the hottest one out there um but yeah i'm really into this i'm really even when the story goes places that i'm like not that interested in uh i do get drawn in by the art though because mora is exceptional um looks like this like i forget and that's how I know it's it's a bummer. And I'm not I'm like, eh, because I'm not remembering fully what all is happening. And I don't remember this new character's name. Uh, the. The yeah. one that this whole arc's been about. David. David. The alien boy. Yeah. I mean, I do you like, don't like little alien boys from other planets. Huh? That's a weird sentence. Uh, it's, a little, it's a little holes in with you. But. uh yeah, it's okay. It concludes. This art concludes next month. Let's see how it concludes and see where they take the story after that. How do you, how do you feel about uh, female superheroes there, Holzman? <laughs> <laughs> I like them more than Eric Holzman does. <laughs> Champion Long Island. Champion oh, Long Island. Um, Batman versus Robin, number four. Pete, this oh, book. Yeah. Remember how we, I keep telling you that like in the past few issues, it is like, I don't know, maybe... Maybe I'm kind of 
certain like this anymore. and then something happens and then I'm like, and then they got me. It's like right when I felt like maybe I'm kind of done with this book and oh, they got like me. Al Pacino and Godfather 3. Yeah. This book didn't have that moment to reel me back in. I think this one finally took it way like too far out there that I'm just like, eh. didn't enjoy this one a whole lot. Really? Yeah. It got too fantastical and. It definitely goes there. It definitely goes there. And it's just not, that's not my, that's not my mood. That's not my preference with Batman. I'll go along for it and try and read it. But then on, like, I got to be honest too. And it's like, oh, it went there and it didn't, it, it's not my thing. It's just not my thing. So it's, it's a weird thing of how, I don't know what this is even leading to. I don't know how many, how Uh, many issues. This is leading to the next event, which is like it's called Lazarus Island, Lazarus Planet, something like that. Yeah. So, so Lazarus, and I love it when they do this stuff too, though. Uh, to be continued in Lazarus Planet Alpha Number One, which means there's going to be an Alpha, a Beta, a Zeta, an Omega, and then a new series that continues on in like. Uh, yeah, I don't get the whole Alpha Omega pool. thing. That start? <laughs> I don't know. It started it, like a few years ago. The titling of that stuff, it's like, you guys need to stop. Because remember, I don't know if you remember, uh, leading up to, was it Metal? And there was like two or three different, just completely weirdly named one-offs leading up to it. And it was like, how are you guys expecting people to follow along when you don't have like a banner or a title? You're, You're just hoping people do the, like really do the work to figure out what the they're road supposed to, to Lazarus planet. Like that's what they yeah. used to do in like the nineties. At least like that's something. So yeah, the next one is Lazarus planet alpha number one, and then return for Batman versus Robin number five in February. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see how I feel. Picking I up. personally, so, how do you feel about this book? I, I enjoy this. This issue doesn't okay. really stand out like the other ones do, but like I, I had a lot of fun with it. The story overall, like I've been kind of following this story from the beginning before I knew what was going on. Like I just was naturally reading the breadcrumbs. This like what Wayne and Williamson have kind of been working in tandem for this back since like Robin, you know, like it, they've been kind of teasing this whole Lazarus thing. So I don't know if Wade's going to be a part of it in the future. It seems like he is. Um, so that'd be cool to have Williamson and Wade together kind of plan this next uh, big DC arc. But uh, I was into it. It was cool. It definitely got really fantastical when Batman puts on Fate's helmets. That's interesting. But I like the whole Grandma Al Ghul thing. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the dev- uh, you know, it, the Damien stuff really got to me when he was fighting Batman. I thought that was cool. Um, I think that that's the strength. Talia, Damien, Batman. That's definitely yeah, like, a strength. In I've been issue. riding those guys pretty much throughout the story because you know, involving you know fake Sabak and all this mm-hmm. other stuff is it's it, you know i, I want to see where it goes with the lazarus aspect like that's where it's really interesting i mean again like when you involve lazarus pitch you're going to get a little mystical so i get what they were doing um but uh i'm kind of hooked on this yeah like this issue wasn't like oh my god it's amazing but i was like this is a solid issue in, in, a, in a pretty solid story so i can't wait to see what happens next see and i'm not fully i know when Rod's uncle is involved. There's a good chance for Lazarus pits and stuff. I accepted that a long time ago. And there are some fantastic Roz stories that involve the Lazarus pit that don't go like way too far out. The Lazarus pit is as far crazy as it goes. Yeah. And because I've accepted that, it's like, that's okay. Um, This one also, I kind of feel like something happens with Batman. They didn't really give it time to breathe. 
you know, yeah, it was like boom. It, it could have been resolved within the next panel. You know? Yeah, it was really quick resolution. Like, okay, yeah, but so, that's something I don't want to see dragged on. I feel like I've been there done before, so I'll do it, it quick. Yeah, I know. Yeah, get it in. Get it in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I'll continue, but I'm not. This isn't on a must. Instead, it is a little like ah, got another one of these to read. Yeah. Pete's already picked up and moved on to the next issue. Batman Urban Legends number 22. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? This has been this is your series. Uh, to be honest, goddamn Corrales makes another appearance. Um <laughs> <laughs> this is uh I'm gonna go four for four on this one. Even the book, the story I didn't like from last month, um Ark Academy was really good. Um I a great Nightwing story. Uh, mm-hmm. solid Batman anarchy story, uh, a solid Batman murder mystery. I just, again, Batman urban legends just continues to knock it out of the park, uh, variety and, uh, quality. So I, I'm going to four for four here. This was, uh, this is one hell of, this one hell of a Batman urban legends, arguably the best overall issue from front page from uh, cover to cover here. Uh, number 22, that Nightwing story. I really had to double check the credits cause I thought it was Bruno Redondo at first. I was like, oh, is, yeah. this, is this just it like fits, the Nightwing book? But no, it's Jamal right Campbell. Fits right in. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. I didn't read the Arkham Academy one because I, I did try that one and I just wasn't a fan, so I skipped it, that this one. This issue's much better. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on the, the other stories I thought were good. Uh, really like the look of that second story, Utility. Uh, like the art. Uh, Lucas Silvera. It, name does not sound familiar and art doesn't seem familiar. I really like like, so this is a good introduction to me of that art and yeah. uh, big fan. And then, yeah, the the murder club, which has been the continuing story the past couple issues and resolves. So what next is that? Month. That's th- three, four appearances quarter hours this month. I think we're at three. Nightwatch, uh, Scooby-Doo. No, Nightwatch, Scooby-Doo, Batman Spawn. Batman and this is where it's four. It's four, four. <laughs> quarter hours, four appearances this month. Almost as many quarter hours books as Batman books. Close, but yeah. So I I think the the murder club is definitely a really interesting story. Um, yeah. So, it, which that's at least been a strength of Batman Urban Legends is that they do have at least one continuing story going in each issue that is more yeah. most likely been solid. There's always an outlier. So uh, there isn't always a grifter. So that's good. Thank God the Jim mandate. He won't let us forget grifter. That's for sure. Never, never. Although Rosenberg, Matthew Rosenberg has a Hellcats book I have not checked out, and Grifter's all over that. And I'm like, hey, enjoy. We trust, we trust Matthew Rosenberg. I trust him. I'm not going to read it, but I trust him. Yeah. (laughs) Final Tuesday of the month, the 27th. Oh, God. We've got to start it, Pete. Ooks. Detective Comics, number 1067. You know, for the Um, love of Hasbro. Ron V. Ivan, Ivan Reese. Uh, a fun story, though, when I was reading this, you know, in the our digital early looks that we get, we get a look at all the variant covers for each issue as well. And the the variant for this one was from Jim Lee. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen this? Oh, the one it's like the the Tumblr. Like, yeah, that means no one's, from no one's back. That's yes. Jim Lee telling oh, us no one's coming back for Dark Knight 4. This is an awesome cover. And I did post that on Twitter and I got some feedback from some people that had said, Hey, this was like a, this was created years ago 
and was given to people that worked on DC stuff and like around holiday times, like a, a gift or something. So it's really cool to me that they, this isn't like Jim Lee just finished this and they put it out there. It's like, this is a great piece of art. The it's people who dated, got this a long time ago. No, I like don't see no it date on the cover. Sometimes they date these things. No, I don't see it. But I don't know. I'm appreciative that they made this art from years ago into a variant cover that is like, I don't know. That's such a freaking awesome cover. I think I love it. I, I agree. I agree. But uh, anyways, the story itself. Take it away. I picked up the regular cover because I like Mr. Freeze. Um, just, you know, same complaints I have uh, as always, like the, the meat and potatoes of the story is kind of just bleh. But like, it's like it's. Uh, it, it's like it's like something wrapped in bacon. Like there's always something around the story <laughs> that I really, really love, and then the story itself isn't really that good. Because uh, the Mister Free stuff is fantastic. Yeah. Um. And in my review on Batman on film, I compared it to uh, Tomasi's early run uh, on this title, Detective Comics, where he reinvented the Arkham Knight, and I was like, oh man, like if you could, you're making this like character I don't really like to care about kind of cool. But like I can't wait till you get a classic villain. And every time Rom gets his hands on Two Face or Mister Freeze, it's done really well. Mm-hmm. And I wish that was what the story was about. Instead, I get this I don't know six arm, six eyed, you know, Victoria's Secret model and this like this prince and this werewolf. And I just don't care about these people or what's going on. You know, like in this issue, it was like I don't know, six eyes and some guy with six arms. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, it's such a it's such a waste of Mister Reese's talents. But there's some cool panels. If you're looking for the lock screen crowd, will be really happy. There's a nice little splash page of Batman uh, jumping into a fiery Gotham City. Uh, there's some cool shots of Mister Freeze and his ice gun. Uh, you know, but uh, overall the story's still just kind of, but you know, whatever. Yep, I'm with you. The loves the freeze stuff. Yeah, like I, I did. I just, I loved that. I love their exchange and why freeze you know, saved Batman and stuff like that. And his reason, all that just, it really works. And I know that I feel like freeze is a hard character to do because they just did it so well. It's gotta be Nora based. And if you stray from that, it feels like it's not in character yeah. for him. So I think that they did, a, he, Rom did a really good job with him. And yeah, like you said, the, the two face stuff, and it's just, it is that in between. I'm totally accepting of new villains, new characters and everything. I am. Uh, this is I don't know. It's I, I just don't enjoy it. That main yep. family coming in. Uh I'm I'm not attached to them at all. I don't need them. I just don't I don't care about them, Ugh, which sucks. Go to Bloodhaven. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's just not doing it for me. And then yeah, out of nowhere adding that it's ten eyed whatever something and yeah, I don't know. It's just not not my thing. So and then something that is kind of strange if Feels like strange spots to end issues too. Uh, never really feels like oh great tease or something like this one is just. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm used to it now. Not shitting on the title, but I'm just kind of used to it now. Of like this detective story isn't it's not doing it for me, so I don't yeah. have high hopes going into each issue because I'm just like I'm just not really enjoying it. How how do you feel about the backup? Uh, backup loved the story in and out of I thought, the I thought, I thought this issue was good yeah i like the idea of the story i think it's really interesting issue two was kind of a little of a meh for me but uh um this one was good 
so some it's just like moments of so the first page of that backup the like at the bottom panel and leading it to the next page when the art goes that way i'm like that's kind of ugly to me it's not really nice to look at but then it does like kind of rebounds when it goes to a little more like yeah back in the real world and stuff but like i said the the story i think trying to tell like see harvey's duality and so i think that's awesome i I think that's great i I agree Moving on now. Moving on up. Moving on up. Batman, the audio adventures number four. Continuation of a very fun book that looks very pretty. I like this. Uh, Your boy Ozzy's on the cover. As he should be. It's him. I I loved the, I mean, not big moments, but I I loved him and Robin talking. Yeah, that was really cool. It was awesome. cool. Still love the Batman design. Still looks very Darwin Cook. Uh, <laughs> I love how he tried to bribe Robin with like uh, onion rings and chicken tenders. <laughs> Pizza, burgers, <laughs> tacos, chicken tenders. And I forget what his comment was when he was trying to you know, B minus tacos. You didn't haul me haul me in here to feed me B minus tacos. What's this all about? <laughs> like <laughs> the Robin Dick Grayson's like, this is getting weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I like it. I really like it. And Batman has a lot to do too, as he's running around chasing after killer croc. I really like Which I love. what they're doing with Croc too. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got his baby doll around, and we see that he was pretty much like messed with by Hugo Strange. So that's bringing in more characters from the Batman mythos. So yeah, this is another another solid issue. Four there's gonna be seven total. This is number four. So we're over halfway through this and uh keep it going because I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah, I mean Hugo Strange, Killer Croc, the Penguin, Batman, and Robin. Like this is great, and they they've kind of cut down a little bit on the drooling of the Penguin. I hope they uh, listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, because um, that that was one of my major complaints. Like I don't need to, he doesn't need to be drooling everywhere. It looks it just looks weird. But uh, I'm really enjoying this. I mean, I just it's like you. I'm starting to hear the cues and the musical tones of the of the podcast as I read this. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am uh, I'm really into this and I uh I can't wait for volume three because I really think there's gonna be another one. You think so? Uh okay. yeah. I mean I'm pretty sure this will lead up to the next season of the podcast. Like this happens before. Oh so yeah, I, I gotta keep going with the podcast. I'm behind. Yeah, the podcast is great. Really far behind. Really uh the comic I'm I'm up to date on the comic and the comic where are is you great. on the podcast? Oh, season one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but where? I mean there's, like, there's only like eight episodes. Episode three. Okay. <laughs> You are way behind. Yeah, way behind on that part. But yeah, this this comic, I I really really like this comic. Great surprise. Um, and not because of of talent. It's just I don't know. It's like oh, Batman the Audio Adventures. It's a it's a mini series. All right, let's check it out. And it's just made me happy every issue. I look I really look forward to reading somewhere in Gotham City. Ryan <laughs> is reading Marvel comics. Another surprising series. You ready? Number five Here we of go. the Court of Owls. Uh, Batman Gotham Knights <laughs> Gilded City number three. <laughs> Court of Owls, Gotham City outskirts, 1847. Yeah. Fifth appearance of the Court of Owls this month in a Batman book. Is and I know else people tired of the Court of Owls. Anyone, anyone else tired of the Court of Owls? People probably could go back into other months and be like, hey, Penguin showed up in this many comics in Batman this month. Joker showed up this many and stuff. So I get it, I get it. But it's just kind of funny. It's where we became aware of the Court of Owls. Uh, at, you brought it up at the beginning of this conversation, and now it's like Holy we crap. have had a somewhat of a R- Riddler resurgence, but that's just because we came out of a movie. 
Yeah. You know, like they got strike while it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. But like quarter this month has been the month of owl. The month of owls. <laughs> uh this this is a surprising series too of I didn't know how it would it's it's a you know, they're titling it Gotham Knights to capitalize on the game release and stuff. But right. I think I don't know, I think the comic, the story is fun. I do like the flashbacks of this. I mean, it's almost, you know, Batman in the 1840s, which it's, I don't know, that's, it's fine with me. We'll see, we'll see where it heads. Um, I don't, it doesn't stick with me of like, this is like, oh my God, this is the most epic story or anything, but it, it's just enjoyable. I do look forward to reading the next, the next chapter. And it does have I some like it. great teaming up of Batman, yeah. Robin, Nightwing, you know, yeah. and, and um, like I'm looking through because I read this. A couple of weeks ago, just great saving like heroic scenes. Yeah, uh, Batgirl think, working with Batgirl and stuff too. So it's just I don't know. I'll shut up now. I like it. I like it's the Batman fun. stuff. Uh, the stuff in the past I can do without. That's just me personally. I don't okay. really like that stuff. Sure, but I think the the modern day Batman stuff's really good. And uh, you know, I'm again, I'm curious. Like it's I'm bummed because I can't play the game because I don't have a. I didn't drop a lot of coin on a console, so like I'm a little far behind. So. This is kind of where I'm getting my Batman Gotham Knights from until yeah. the amazing CW show. Um, but uh, yeah, no, overall, I like the book. I'm with you. I like the teamwork and everything. The modern day mm-hmm. stuff is really what keeps me reading this. Gotcha. Solid. Very solid. Yeah. Uh, something that has been better than solid is Batman Beyond the White Knight, number seven. Didn't get this, didn't get an issue last month. Got one this month. And then the grand finale, I think, is advertised in the back of this of February. Oh, wow. So we got to wait two months for the big grand finale. And no surprise here, Peter, this issue this month, I loved it. This coloring, I know it was a variant for issue six, but Blight, the way that Blight pops on this cover, my God. Oh, this is even in the book. No, 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 sorry. There was a variant of Blight for issue six that I wanted to get, but it was, it was expensive. It was pricey. And it was like a, basically like a black cover, but then Blight just head on. And so okay. he was green and popped. And okay. I think here, the coloring of blight, just there's something with it of Murphy and Dave Stewart combining to make him look great. And then even within the, in the comic, he looks great, but yeah, I think there's, I don't know if there's art for sale and I saw it, or if it's just because like the back of the book, but the opening image, I love that opening image because I think, yeah. So in the back, as Murphy's been doing with the series of behind the scenes. And it just does like a dialogueless page and stuff in, in black and white. So the image alone just has a ton of like Batman history with it that I just, I love it. You know, you could look at that image and you know, everything that that means. And that's usually yeah. when I talk about favorite panels and stuff like that, it's like, that's my, that's my thing. I love um, the Zatara. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I really like that. The color scheme almost like a sepia with blue on it looks looks great but it ties into what's happening in the present you know of the resurgence of of dick grayson which when i got to interview murphy for bof you know he he'd said basically of like dick's gonna seem like a dick but don't worry i gotta tell you because i think that people are gonna be annoyed or upset about it like he's he's gonna come back like he's gonna have a turning point i always trust him i always trust him yeah because you know I've had my complaints about Grayson throughout the run. Sure. Uh, I think that this, but I think this is a great penultimate issue, you know. Um, I wrote in my review 
how much I really liked it. Of it wasn't necessarily the most action heavy, but that didn't matter because Murphy's pacing of a story, everything builds on each on each other. Yeah. It relates. Mm-hmm. Nothing's wasted. Everything means something. I got a on leather wings vibe with the beyond Terry chasing the Batmobile. Okay. Like mm-hmm. like that little vibe. And then I loved when he gets wrapped around in a net, he looks like a bat with their wings down. Yes. Uh, which I thought was a great attention to detail. Uh, all of that was just great. And then what he does with the story of bringing basically this, the white Knight universe's bat family together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now they are all seeing Joker, which is pretty, which was the crazy biggest mind F in a yeah. comic. I've ever, Cause like he pops up, and if you, you know, a veteran reader looks at the page mm-hmm. and he's like, everyone's, everyone notices the Joker. It's not just like, you know, uh, Todd Robin is literally shooting an arrow at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I like, and you can see Barbara sees him and like, it's, it's noticeable. And then the next panel, like it gets explained, but I was like, when did the Joker become sentient? <laughs> I was like, when did this happen? Did I forget something last issue? And I like how Murphy explains it on the next page. But I was like, oh my God, what happened? What is going yeah. on? The Joker's, everyone sees the Joker. <laughs> everyone sees Jack Napier. So I thought um, that was really interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really dug this issue. I need a Batman White Knight Nightwing action figure. Because I love, I have now grown to love Nightwing in this like leather biker jacket. Yeah. I think it's a cool look. I really do. I'm yeah. still I still miss Batman without a cowl. Mm-hmm. But I love I like this new Bat family. I like the new Robin. I like I like both of the new Robins actually. You know, Duke being a Robin and uh what's her name? I can't remember her name. She's great too. I love her. Again? Yeah. Uh and, and oh man, just whew, Todd McFarlane's gonna be busy making some toys. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> love it. Um gonna be bittersweet when that last issue comes out because we he did say that there's a spinoff coming, uh, but as far as continuing like the main book story or whatever, I think we have. He leaves breadcrumbs at the end of the next issue, okay. but we don't know if there will be a continuation of that, uh-huh. and if there is, when that'll be. So it's a little like, ah, oh, damn, the series is ending, and I don't know when we're gonna get more right. of the main story. But also, all good things come to an end. Uh, so pressure's on, but I mean, and the guy, no pressure guys nailed it for me from the first white night. Yeah. No, issue, good. So I thought the I middle part was a little murky for me, but the, the bookends were really nice. Yeah. So, um, and now previously known as honorable mentions, but Ryan Haas, uh, came up with the idea of calling this now, uh, Batman and friends. Talk about some Batman-related books. Uh, the Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, number three, uh, with one of Mayo's greatest covers I think he has ever done. Love this cover so much. It's so great. The book inside matches the cover. Uh, Rosenberg, I, I love the series, period. Love Isn't it. he great? Isn't he, like, so good? Amazing. Yep. Love this. Um, each When each issue, so I know this is only issue three. Yeah. But I want to go read issues one and two and then read three. And then for issue four, it's like, I want to read issue one, two, three, and then four. I, I just yeah. want to keep rereading it and catch everything because I do. I just think that this book rocks. Uh, and your girl Punchline so showed crazy. up in it. I love her. She's amazing. Rosenberg did an interview. I forget with who. 
uh, where he talked about the backups are doing something and he hasn't come across anybody who's caught it yet. So I read this backup trying to see if there's anything I can pick up on. And I, I'm not sure yet. All I, like, it's, it's every issue is just a joker finding a new girlfriend. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Find a new girlfriend has a new death. So his, his, or his story is multiple yeah. choice, but otherwise I don't, I don't know, but I love what Francesca Francavilla is doing with it. I, I, I love the backups. And that's why I just think that this issue is like this series is a must buy each month. This might be like the most definitive Joker story ever told when it comes to an end. I yeah, think. we'll see. Um, I, I, like, no I think idea. it's building up to that. Like I got, I just got a feeling. Yeah. I hope, I hope you're right. I don't know. Like what he does how... with the Legion of Doom is just like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't then he know goes how hospital. Like, many, <laughs> I don't know how many issues this is going to end up being. I've come across nothing that says, how long we're going to go with this. Me neither. But I, I hope that it there is an ending in sight. There's there's no reason not to trust Matthew Rosenberg. <laughs> like, we love Matthew Rosenberg. So we do. Uh, excited for that. You Gotham should get City. him on the Batman book club. I'd love to. Matthew Rosenberg, if you're listening, I'd love to talk Batman and Joker with you. Gotham City, year one. Issue number three. Written by Tom King, art by Phil Hester. Uh, another great chapter. I love the vibe of this book. I kind of, it kind of was fuzzy to me what all happened in the second book. Uh, nobody's fault, just mine. I wasn't remembering, right. but uh, love, yeah, I, I love this series too. More than I thought I was gonna, to be honest. This is like, Not, oh man, Tom King's so good. He's writing so many good stories. He is. I just told, I just texted, uh, the Bat Boys about I finally just read Strange Adventures and I have nothing, no knowledge on Adam Strange at all. And man, did I really, really like that book too. That was that was great. Highly recommended. Not Batman. Well, Batman's in it. There you go. Batman's uh, in so it. Be on the book club. Um, I don't think he plays a big enough factor in it to to count it on the Batman book club. But yeah, this story, this is this is great. Uh, I I love this. I don't have anything else. To say I just about like it. I could follow Slam Bradley anywhere. Like I love Slam Bradley mm-hmm. stories. Um, he's one of my favorite characters. So this story is such a treat, and just to watch him do his due diligence and get on this case, it just it just feels so noir. Like I feel like I should be smoking a cigar and drinking bourbon <laughs> while like reading this in black. Why and not? White. Next month when we talk about issue number four, which Pete yeah. has in his hands right now. Um, yeah, I do. Why don't Why don't you do that? So set, we'll, we'll turn on some old school. And then music. the ending is just so good. Like, oh. mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh man, there's no happy ending in Gotham. So it's, it's just crazy. It's a, it's a crazy bonkers tale. It really is. Yep. Uh, oozes great noir. Love it. And then poison Ivy number seven. Uh, it's a new, basically a new start. It feels, feels as almost, it's kicking off a brand new, everything with like a quick nod to what's happened in the previous six. And that's yeah. because this originally was going to be a six issue series and it did so well that I think after issue two dropped or something, they announced it was expanding to 12. So uh, yeah, a new start here with poison Ivy um, still really enjoyable. I'm, I'm good with it. Um, What else do I got? Nightwing uh, number 99. Oh, you have some sec. Okay. Oh no. I was like, I, I really dig this story too. Um, I'm interested to see, what's really going down here like is ivy really turning over a new leaf like it doesn't seem yeah. so and then she although, <laughs> she's, she's kind of all over a new leaf Peter. i no pun intended 
Um, I'm interested to find out more about this lady and like you mm-hmm. know that she turns Ivy into like this, I don't know, this plant thing. And I, it just I was like, oh wow, she seems to really got the better of Ivy. So I want to see what's going on here. And I don't think we've seen the end of the Floranic man. I just got a feeling he's going to pop up again somehow. Can yeah, somehow, away. some way. Tell him mm-hmm. about the dog gay. Anyways, no dog gay. Oh, Snoop Dogg. Dog. Oh, dog. Snoop Dogg. Dog. Somehow, some way. Nightwing number ninety nine. Right. Uh, fun issue, good issue, solid issue, good lead up into what's going to happen for issue one hundred, Peter. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's oversized. I feel like it's got to be because they everybody loves to celebrate. You know, milestones. That's a milestone. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've said it before, and it's not a slight at all. Nightwing book is just a very comfortable read. I don't, I don't it's, dread it. Um, nothing's. It's weird because I love Tom Taylor. This isn't amazing, but it's damn good. You know, yeah. like there's, it's really good, and he incorporates a lot of, let's see, Nightwing's past into his future, and he's blending some things, and he's taking some of his own risks. So it's, it's probably like, it's always the safest bet that you're just really just going to enjoy this, but it's not going to mm-hmm. blow your mind away. Yeah. That's how I feel. Um, and I'm really digging it. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I don't like it when they kill off major villains. I know blockbusters dead. I always blockbuster and Deathstroke always appear to be like one, two in terms of nightwing villains. So to see his like basically number two adversary taken out, and I want to see more about this heart. What is this guy called? Heart attack, heartbreak, heartless, heartless. <laughs> Heart What's this guy's name? Heart attack? Ah, Give me some heart attack. attack. Heart attack. <laughs> heart attack. Absolution. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I, again, really looking forward to it every month. Uh, and uh, you know, I don't know what I like better—the story, or the art—but they, they're both doing a great job. Yeah, very solid. Uh, which they have been since. Redondo hasn't been on every issue since seventy-eight. He's been on most. Uh, Taylor has been. And yeah, it's just been a, a solid book ever since he took over. Yeah. Um, one Pete that I admittedly uh, I read the past two months, GCPD, the Blue Wall number three. I actually um, didn't get a chance to read this. One. I didn't get the chance to read this one either. And I know you and I said like we got to be in the right, right mindset because this this series is heavy. It was so just definitely time, <laughs> time, and then yeah, definitely when I can, and, and I will read it for sure. We'll get it. We'll get but, it next month. We'll get it. In there next you go. Month. We'll get it in. We'll get it in. Uh, then the Riddler year one, number two, Dude. Uh, great series, uh, great chapter here, but Paul, oh uh, Dana, but let me say something here. I think the Batman from the Batman universe is going to be the most complete Batman we've ever seen between yeah, sure. this Riddler story, the film series, the spinoff series, the, uh, the, 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 the prequel book. I mean, have we not gotten it all from this universe already in just two years? Like they have given us so much. More is coming. Yeah. And as I say, the best is still yet to come. Like we're still at least hopefully two movies away, maybe another, uh, you know, if Penguin does well, which I think it will. But Mm -hmm. like, man, this Riddler year one story, it's like we're really seeing what went down Mm -hmm. when, you know, he's discovering all these renewal issues. And I am totally like, Invest in Paul Dano as a comic book writer. Like I think he gets it. I think he I love it. because it's kind of gonna it's it's only two issues, but it's a third of the way through now. Uh quick plug, our our pal Trey Jackson 
uh, reviewing the series on Batman on film. So go to Batman on film after you read it and check out his reviews. He does a because you need an intellectual job. to review this. I yeah, he's a and he is a as Garrett always likes to say, a learned gentleman. Yes. is Trey Jackson uh, breaks it down great. So highly recommend to just read that. But it's its own story. But and I know we're only two issues in, but does not negate anything that happened in the Batman. Yeah. And I, the strength obviously is because someone it enhances as it. good of an as good of an actor as uh see I know it now I'm second guessing myself. He said his name. Dan Dano. Dano or Dano. I forget which one. Paul, Paul Danish. Danish. Paul D. Paul D. There we Paul go. D. DJ Paul D. Paul D. Yeah, he's a DJ. As much time as he put in on his character for the movie, as much work as he put in, because he put in the work. And that's, that's the right. guy that's in control of the story. Like excellent. Perfect. So I just love that expansion of the character in this world, in this comic book form. I love that. And Subak draws a great Paul Dano. Yeah, it's excellent. And I just, I'm so in love with this idea that we are getting the movie series. And like, as we work on to the next movie, we're getting expansion of the world in other mediums and comics. And then TV is coming. Yeah. I I, I do love it. It's so, it's going to be so complete by the time we're done with this. Yeah, because we're gonna know everything we ever wanted to know. Like, there's mm-hmm. there there's spots about Keaton about Keaton's Batman. You're like, ah, oh, what? How did he do this? What? What? You know? And and then Kilmer, you know, Kilmer and Clooney, they kind of muddle into that same like, you know, like like oh well, okay, how did he become Batman? You know, but Nolan does a pretty good job, but you don't really know how it ends. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't really. You know, Bruce is always like he's in limbo. Like, is he finished? Is he truly finished? I don't know. Like, I know they lean that way. Yeah, but um, and then BVS just you know that that version of Batman he just kind of just never got to fit, never really even got started. We don't really know what happened in the beginning and how it ended. Yeah. So like this version, I think is going to be really complete because like they mm-hmm. are putting so much into it. I don't you know, and that's fascinating to me because like I'm like me, I'm just like soaking it all up because it's all great stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like that prequel book was great, even though it's a kid yeah. book, right? Like I mean, yeah, it was fun, and there's a lot of information in there. Mm-hmm. You know about uh, uh, even about this Riddler and everything, and you know that like, the kid with the glasses and the mushroom cut, like that's Dano, like that's yeah. that's that's Enigma, or whatever Nash, whatever the hell his name is. So like, to have this on top of those two things already, like, pff, man, talk about. And even mentioned like the art almost looks a little like painted watercolor ish. It's a it's a very unique yeah, yeah. style, um, that I I'm unaware of the artist. Um, Can we get Colin Farrell to do a Penguin book? His other work that'd be oh, man, that'd be awesome. Right. Uh, I feel I like you have the, you have the book right there, right? I want to give a yeah. shout out to the artist, Stephen Subak. Okay, cool. Shout out to that him because Steve I feel like Stephen. I want to name drop, not like shout out because he's listening. He wants to know. What we have to say S T E V A N Stephen. But uh, yeah, cool. Overall, I love it, man. I'm just that's good. Yeah. Uh, what else? What do you got, Pete? Uh, I don't know because apparently I'm buying, I'm getting a, a books a month early, so <laughs> I don't know what. So I'm gonna read some things, and if they come out next month, then uh, sue me. Yeah. Uh, Batgirl's thirteen, uh, finishes up the uh the uh the Freaky Friday storyline, which is really great, and uh, I, I think that's a lot of fun. Um, this is probably my favorite Batman related title currently being published. Wow. So if you guys are sleeping on Batgirls, uh you're pretty much a loser. Uh <laughs> rephrase. Rephrase. <laughs> um Catwoman 50 anniversary issue. Uh Catwoman and Punchline are fi- finally score off face to face. It is a huge issue with huge ramifications. Catwoman winds up in prison. 
So oh they're goodness. teasing possibly someone taking up the the mantle in Alleytown while she's in prison. And I'm getting kind of like I know it's kind of the introduction of this next direction of the story, but I'm getting that kind of Zdarsky uh, daredevil in, in jail vibe. So maybe something you guys want to check out. Um, Punchline, the Gotham game ties into Catwoman. Really cool stuff. I'm digging this. Uh, my girl Bluebird is back in Gotham in full gear, and she has a showdown with Punchline, and that's great. And the two of them are really getting personal. And uh, I'd hate to see Punchline get the better of Bluebird because you all know how much I love uh, Harper. Uh, what else? Harley Quinn. Wow. Harley Quinn, 25. Stephanie Phillips does no wrong. I love this woman. I love, love her writing. We're talking Spider-Verse Harley Quinn, Old Woman Harley, the Harley Quinn who laughs, for lack of a better term, and uh, Incontinuity Harley, all fighting off because uh, the Harley Quinn who laughs wants to kill all the Harleys in the multiverse and be the only Harley Quinn. Oh yes. Um, and then Titans United Blood Pack. It, this is probably just as good as the Titans that's on TV right now, which means it's not good at all. Uh, you could probably skip this. <laughs> I'm going to do you all a solid one. They love to make these Titan series when the show comes out. Uh, the last one was better, but this one is basically the same thing. It's Brother Blood. It's Mother Mayhem. It's just in a comic version. Aqualad's alive, so there's slight differences. But yeah, like save your five bucks. Pass on this. Four dollars. Oh, I'm telling you right now. You took the bullet. Yeah, I did it for you. I, I did that for you. So he does for the for the fans. He's an I influencer. Do, I do it for listeners. I do it for listeners. Oh, and Batman Incorporated, you can just not read because it's probably not any good. <laughs> uh, all right, there you go. Batman in December, pretty good month. Still, it was a good month. You know, good. Yeah, month. How was your How was your Christmas? You get any good Batman comics for Christmas? I bought myself. That counts. Uh, I posted a picture of that. Too. I bought the hardcovers of uh, Killing Time uh-huh. and Ooh, Batman Catwoman. And then a Tim More Tom Sale King, Black, huh? That's right. Tim Sale Black and White, which was uh, a book that came out years ago. Richard Starkings okay. and him conversations about his career up about uh, Tim Sale's career up to maybe like 2008 or something, I think. Okay, uh, I've okay. always wanted to read that. And so, yeah, finally got got that because, um, you know, he's going to be talking about that Batman work. But then also Spider-Man Blue, Hulk Gray, Daredevil Yellow. I love the Marvel Colors books. Yeah, and then one that nobody ever talks about, Wolverine Gambit. Oh, um, I, I never even flow. knew that. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's that, a good one. That's no one ever early... talks about Captain America White either, so. Yeah, my least favorite of the color books, but I, I do enjoy it. I, oh, I, I do agree like with it. You. Daredevil um, Yellow is probably my favorite. Actually, no, Spider-Man. Uh, Daredevil Spider-Man Yellow Blue is my Blue. favorite. But they're man, tied. Da- yeah, they're so good. They're both so good. Hulk Gray is good, too. I got a, but, I got um, a print signed by Tim Sale of Spider-Man Blue, so I'm very happy okay. about that. Okay, yeah. never got to meet him. That's it's my only bad. signature. I, wish. Uh, I, I got um, my, my my one Tim Sale story is I I, I see Tim Sale there, mm-hmm. and like he's he's doing. I'm assuming. Where were you? I'm in New York Comic Con. I was with Haas, yeah. and I I started. Oh, this pack- is like 2019. Yeah, so I you know I put my bag down and I start pulling out an issue of uh, of uh, what would I have? I believe it was Long Halloween. It was Long Halloween number one. So you just so carry wanted- Long Halloween in your back pocket. See, my you're back, a fan too, Peter. Backpack, backpack, mm-hmm. not back pocket. I didn't okay. roll it up. Anyways, like newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a bag and board for crying out loud. <laughs> and I, I'm going to get Tim Sale to sign it. And uh, his like compadre comes up to me. He's like, hey, what's going on? What what can I help you with? I was like, I was just hoping I can get a signature for Tim from Tim on this book. And he goes, Tim's not signing books right now. But if you want, you can pick up a, a signed print. And I was like, 
August, like this isn't like photocopy. It's like, no, nope, nope. he signed every one. Each is individually signed, 100% legit. I'm like, okay, great. So I didn't get him to sign my book, but I was able to get a signed print and I picked Spider Man Blue because that's probably like my favorite, uh, you know, over over Long Halloween. Don't kill me, Ryan. That's okay. But uh, I was able to do that. Um, it's such a good story. I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's funny how like I did think of this. Like when I went to go see him, I, I do own the original run of spider-man blue but i ended up bringing along halloween even though i like spider-man blue more <laughs> so i just I, I guess i was just in a rush i was like okay b yeah that's the beginning of the yeah. book that's the, the when you have 41 long boxes yeah. sometimes stv you know, you know like all that stuff you're just like i'm not digging through there <laughs> yeah that's the one got it top of the pile but uh, uh yeah. so you're saying with books getting I said at the beginning, Pete, uh, great year for Batman comics. Yes. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what comes to mind? What was your favorite Batman book of 2022? Now this got it. Now, hold on. This could mean something that finished something that was completed beginning to end uh, in 2022. I didn't even mention one dark night was also an, a series that for me came in this year. It's gotta be Batman. The imposter, the imposter again, yeah. because uh, uh, like, that could possibly fit within the Batman universe if you want to, you know, do a little head cannon. Sure. Uh, but yeah, like that just Matt Tomlin hots off the Batman, right? It's a three, three prestige. I forget mm-hmm. what the name of it. You know, yeah, just, prestige you know, format. You know, high quality book from a high quality writer. Uh, coming in off that movie, like wow, just that, and uh, you know, I got to give a little love to Sam Hamm and Batman eighty nine. Um, certain people don't enjoy that book. You know, same people who don't like to pay their debts, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's just it's sad. But I had a wonderful rush of nostalgia and fun, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, it was fun to see what would have happened to Harvey Dent if uh, Burton's Batman Three was made, um, and then you know, to see the Marlon Wayans Robin finally, like a li- mm-hmm. kind of like a lifelong dream. Like you always yeah. So th- those are probably the two things that stand out the most from twenty twenty two for me. Okay, so Batman Catwoman finished this year. Uh-huh. Uh, really loved that. Obviously, I bought the collected hardcover. Really loved Killing Time. Loved One Dark Night. Seen a pattern here. Uh, the Imposter. Love the Imposter. One that is not uh, Batman Fortress. Shout out Batman Fortress. That wraps up next month. We didn't get that, an issue this month, but that wraps might up be next the month. most surprising Batman title. Very surprising of the year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the award that that book gets. Fortress, um, loving audio adventure so far. Obviously, the continuing of Batman Scooby Doo mysteries, the ending of the first series, all that stuff. I'm loving that. One but, thing I that mean, holds audio adventures back was they released like an 80 page giant that I did enjoy. Yep, and we covered that last year when it came we out. Did. We were both was on, it last we both... year? That wasn't this, that was in 2022. Yeah, that, was, that was last year. Okay, wow. Geez. And that's why when I saw that a series was coming out, I was like, oh, really? Eh, you were skeptical. Okay. I'll, I'll read it. Sure. I'll get you. But, um, but no surprise here, and it's not completed. Right, Lee Romeo's Dear Detective, which was just you know a collection of his uh-huh. covers, but also formed into a story. I loved that. Uh, but uh, Beyond the White Knight. Got one issue to go for it to be complete, but it started this year in every issue. Even the two, the intermission. From Clay McCormick on Red Hood. Uh, that was phenomenal. It's been a good year for Batman overall. Yeah. I think even with the recent struggles of the two main titles. Yeah. I was just, that's what I was going to say. The off 
the miniseries and black label and stuff like that there's just a trend of that has become to me that's what i look forward to more than the main titles and i'm not trying to dump on anyone or anything i'm just those excite me more than the main oh titles. i will you got shock no, <laughs> <laughs> peter rivera's thoughts and opinions do not reflect that of the batman book uh but yeah beyond huge. beyond the white knight has been my favorite so uh, I put out a question on Twitter and Instagram of what other people's favorites are. And Pete, you're not alone in the camp. People, I mean, people love imposter. Yeah. It's so, hard not to, it really yeah. is. Especially when you get, make Leslie Thompson, such a strong force, you know, yeah. she's a character who, you know, recently probably hasn't been portrayed the best. Thanks to a show that I hate Gotham. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's nice to see her get a get great dynamic her. introduced in that story with her. Which is definitely of like, oh, I could totally see. And then now Mattson Tomlin, you know, he's working on the Batman script. They're the Batman sequel script, too. So I'm I'm all in for whatever they do. But it's kind of like, oh, man, if this is a little glimpse of your version of what you do with Leslie Tompkins, like, yeah. awesome. Bring her into the, the sequel. So but that's movies. We're talking comics. Uh, that's the end of comics. Great year for comics. Uh, feel free to chime in Batman Book Club Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC. I, I would like to, to say give one your thing. Thoughts. Go for it. The most fun I've had reading um, Batman comics this year has been The Road to No Man's Land with yes. my friend Ryan Lauer. So that's been the yeah. most fun reliving my favorite Batman story on YouTube with uh, the man who never leaves Gotham City. That's right. Ryan Lauer. The man who doesn't know M- Magog or whatever. <laughs> I love I love Gotham City. I want to stick around in Gotham City. It's my favorite. <laughs> uh, oh god ryan lauer just didn't know who magog was and it just which I hey thought, we're gonna i thought i knew him i thought i knew him we're gonna hop back into the road to no man's land we we're are gonna keep it we're gonna keep it going uh, we're not stopping because oh the, because you know, my brother got me volume two of no man's land omnibus my my uh no man's land omnibus is arriving next week Okay, so, so I'm ready to go. I got the entire full steam like, ahead. Well, 2023. <laughs> I've got full my third version of this gigantic <laughs> story. It's your long Halloween. I get it. Uh, yeah. Pete, why don't? Thanks again for coming back on. Thanks for doing all this homework every single month. Uh, enjoy. If I did not like you, I would not have you come back on. So, it's always uh, good talking back comics with Peter Arvera. So why don't you yeah. go ahead and, and plug away? You could follow me on social media. That's Instagram, uh, Twitter, Mastodon, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform. Yeah, a little Mastodon. And Zach Snyder's favorite platform of all time, Vero, mm-hmm. at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one. That's a news-based podcast that I co-host with the champion of Long Island, Eric Q. Holzman, at straight underscore O underscore G. That's straight out of Gotham. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page. Consider joining both. Lots of news. Lots of great discussion there. Podcast number two, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. I do that with Wrigley Field's finest, Nico and Nicholas Caruso, the father and son dynamic that everyone loves to argue with on Twitter. Uh, Just a bunch of Goombas talking Spider-Man, so that's good. Check out that show. Lots of fun there. That's at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. Check out at Team Yellow Oval on Twitter as we celebrate the return of Keaton, the Yellow Oval. Uh, There's toys there are toy pictures out uh, you know they may be illicit but uh they may be out on the internet so i won't share them but i know some people that do um so check that stuff out uh let's see what else do we have uh, i'm all over batmanonfilm.com and batman on film youtube i got toy reviews comic book reviews interviews with michael uselin and tara strong uh so you want to check that out check that out uh even you know the late great kevin conroy as well uh there's a bunch of youtube stuff there from me and hoss with kevin conroy so check that out on batman on film youtube and uh you know i am the associate producer guest host and best friend of the batman book club that's right 
That's right. He does. Puts in the work. Right. Uh, like I just said a couple minutes ago, follow the Batman Book Club on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, sometimes some giveaways. Uh, you know, March is around the corner, so we're going to have another of the Batman Book Club bracket challenge. Uh-oh. Uh, which this one is going to be a doozy. I can guarantee it. Right now. It's going to be a. It's going to be. <laughs> inker, no. <laughs> um, but you've done writers. You've done artists, right? Haven't done artists. That's actually okay. what this one's okay. going to be. This oh, it's like be an you artist. Did artist. No, this one. Oh, it's going to be. I think this. One's if gonna you be don't vote for Neil Adams, writers. I will personally kick you in the groin. Neil Adams needs to win. There's no other artist. You'll pull a oh, Jay no. and Silent Sorry. Bob at the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Track everybody down via their handles. Yeah, like I will track you down and kick you in the groin. It's Neil Adams. That's it. Uh, so yeah, that's that's coming. Uh, next month is going to be a great month on the show. So follow along to see what's coming. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Batman Book Club, where Pete and I here are doing the road to no man's land. There's also some video episodes with uh, some high profile people, and uh, might be some more of those coming up. There's also from page to screen that I have some of those episodes of discussions up there. So go to YouTube and do that. And if you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways to do that. Number one, patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Number two, tpublic.com type TBBC for the Batman book club. And lastly, if you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% okay. The easiest and quickest and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. So Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever, just rate and review the show because the more reviews it gets, the more it helps spread the word. And Peter, as we all know, the word is panoxious. So, (laughs) uh, happy new year. See you in 2023. For Peter Arvera, I am Ryan Lauer. Until next time, we know that they're coming.